Alert! Alert! No! Uh, call 911! Hurry! Get to it! Googleplus.com or whatever the fuck the URL is. It's shutting <laughs> go to, down. Go to the very good social network, Google Plus, because it, before it dies, say your goodbyes, tell it how much you love it and how much you're going to miss it and how much you're going to miss being forced to log in and create a profile so you could use YouTube. Write your love letters, download your files, show it you care, show it your love, get it off of there. It's it's deleting, it's erasing. God, why? Why have you done this to Google? They've never done anything wrong. Because it's the M word. Hello, my name is Connor O'Brien, and I would like to share with you this most amazing podcast. Hello, my name is Kyle Turner, and I'm just your Lone Star Millennial who wants to fuck your mom. Whoa, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Boy, just like the Mormons love it, you're back at it again with the white vans and back at it again with Connor and Kyle, the M-word, a millennial podcast solving millennial problems. Um, Connor, can I just say I regret what I said? Yeah, I, that was huge. I didn't, I didn't read the lyrics before we started, and so you just sent that over to me. Yeah, I wanted to see what you what what would pop out of your mouth, and lo and behold, you told the truth, didn't you? Well, I guess it depends <laughs> on the mom. You know, I never you know, know. There's just so many moms out there: grandmoms, <laughs> sister moms, cousin moms. <laughs> the the Mormon moms are by far the most sexually attractive, obviously. Because of their love of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> oh, it's mostly just because I want to fix them. You know, I just feel like they're broken and I need to fix them. What was it? Oh, my God. You're bringing flashbacks. You know what we talked about in youth group at my old church, Kyle, man? What, were you secretly a Mormon? Is this something? Are you no, confessing? No, no. You can go but to prison in my, for that now. In my very modern Christian youth group, they called it, um, it was, uh, what's it called? Te- is it, what's it called whenever you're saving other people in Christianity? Uh, you know, whenever you're like, you're, uh, you're trying to change people's, like, conversion. But they didn't use the word conversion. They were like relationship conversion. Here. You're talking. Was, you're talking. You're talking to the wrong person because I grew up Catholic and and no one is saved in the Catholic Church. No so one. It was. It was something along the lines of do not do relationship conversion, or in other words, don't try to date a non-believer and convert them into your religion. Well, that's just difficult, you know, because you're not speaking the same spiritual language and your souls hate each other. They just don't tell your hot bodies that. They don't tell your hot, sweet, godly bodies that. Uh, you would think that God would have put that little nerve somewhere in your brain, but he said, nah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Look, hey, I'm Jesus. I want you to only talk to people that know about me and chillax with everyone else. Everyone else is still cool. They're all my children, except for whenever I don't want them to be, um, and politics. If it's political, they're not my children. Mm. Hi, my name is Jesus. Hi. Hi. Uh... Hi. Hi. Uh, super sorry I haven't said hi to you in a while, but hey, what's up? How you doing? I don't care. You're not going to really hang out with me after you die. I'm gonna I don't you. care. You're you're going straight to the to the the mosh pit, the sick the sickest mortal mosh pit of all time. The sickest 
moshest of pits, the isn't most that, mosh of pits. Isn't that what it is? It's just a, it's just a devil's rock concert going on down there. Well, yeah, pretty much. No, cause yeah, rock music is of the devil. Uh, there is no god in rock. That's that's the definition of hell in in theology is the absence of God, so to speak. That means that rock music is in hell, and so you are going to enjoy lots of good rock music. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready, you non-believers? <laughs> I kind of really want that to just be a real concert here on Earth. I really want, I want Led Zeppelin, but like at a, under a Sunday tent. I really God's enjoy that. God's not here today, so we gonna turn up. That's beautiful, Connor. You know, I see God. I see God in the gifts that we give each other. Oh, that's right. That's what I see God in. I see God in. In those moments where we give each other gifts, and that's the thing we're doing this month because it's the it's the it's the month of giving. This is this is the month where we all get our our gift gearing, giving menstruation. We menstruate gifts, um, everyone, no matter your genitalia. I'm um, speaking of genitalia. I'm gonna take a quick selfie right now, uh, not of my genitalia, but of okay, me being present. How got me a present, friends, for our I new did. holiday season gift this, gift exchange? This is your small present. And then you get a big present in two weeks from now that we're going to share with each other. All right. So we're, we're going to dive right in, if that's okay with you, Kyle. Um, it absolutely is. He sent it to me. I opened the uh, the cardboard, and inside is a red bag. And on and on that bag is a tag that says, a gift for you, GB20. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's the good book. <laughs> It's oh, the good book no. number 20. I got what? you a Bible. Congratulations. No, you didn't. I'm if saving you If you got now. me a fucking Bible, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad if you got me a fucking Bible. I just think you should learn. Opening the box Wait, now. did you read the card? Did I write something on the card? Is there not a... I don't think so. Okay. Do I need to check somewhere else? No, I just can't remember what I did. Okay. So it says from Amazon on opening that up. I swear to God, if this is a Bible, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> I love you so much, Connor. Just remember that. Oh, okay, good. Creative cursing, a mix and match profanity generator. That's right. Connor, we're putting our voices out there every week, and I think we're not being creative enough in our swearing. You know, sometimes, Kyle, I really just want to call you a tampon shitter. Is that in there? That's in there. <laughs> That's, That's a so very good, good one. God, stop shitting tampons. God, you freak. Quit being such a tampon shitter. God, oh, I wish I got me a good. copy. Kyle, this is the greatest gift, especially for the pod. You I know, know. For those who want to know more about us, uh, just open up the Creative Cursing and you know, just get yourself a piss plug. <laughs> Get a fist plug. Oh, I this is already paying off so much. I love this that I got this for you. I'm so happy. Do you take a picture of it? You need to share it on Twitter. Yeah, sure. Let me uh well I got one more. I gotta put this down. Creative cursing. This is amazing. I'm so happy that that, that our vocabulary so well. just just skyrocketed. I'm so I was kind of I wasn't sure, right? Because it's online, you never know. I couldn't test it out. But I'm so glad the first option that you came up with was tampon shitter. I'm so glad that that exists in that place. I love it. Yeah, but I, th- to be fair, there are some more secular swears in here, such as jerk slammer. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a code word for like a private for-profit prison. 
<laughs> hey, welcome to the Jerk Slammer. Welcome to the Jerk Slammer. Guess what we do? It's not what you think. <laughs> Guess what we do? We don't give you full. We don't give you nutritionally valued meals. <laughs> hey, hey, the government pays us to just keep you here. Leave it alone, you jerk slammer. I love this already, Connor. I'm so happy. Kyle, this is one of my favorite gifts I've gotten. Uh, not because of the fact that it means much to me, but because it's such good content. It's such very good content that I'm glad that we can really diversify our swearings and um, and the ways that we use that. I just need you to keep this next to your microphone, I think, at all times. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to leave this book in here, and whenever you're just getting on my nerves again, I'm going to take you down. Yeah, just be ready. Can you just sprinkle, like, no matter what we're talking about, I want you to just, like, prepare the next one and then just, like, sporadically just spread it throughout whenever the episode. I feel, whenever I feel it coming, I'm just going to, I'm going to lay it out for you. It's going to be like a little game to see if I can, I can pick out which ones are the ones Ooh, that you created. I'm very into that, although it, <laughs> that just means that I'm going to start coming up with my own and then going to try to get you to think that, uh, that that's what I'm talking about. That's true. In reality, yeah. it'll just be from my creepy brain. <laughs> uh, you could never have come up with tampon shitter. No, but I could come up with a wiener beater. Oh, <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one because of the sounds. It sounds like a wiener is being beatered. <laughs> Weeder beater. Um, well, that's that's part one of this lovely gift exchange extravaganza. We will be continuing that next week, Kyle. You'll you've already gotten my secret, but you can't open it up just yet. I do. It's sitting there. Can I tell you my first instinct? What? I think it's a book. Nah. It, it feels like a book. Nah. I didn't open it. I'm glad nah. I'm glad that I got you gift wrapped on yours because you opened up the cardboard and if it didn't, it probably would have just been in there. Yeah. I just realized I, that. I I'm very good at deceptivizing my gifts to people. Okay. Um so just be ready for a surprise ending. Well, as long as you got me a Bible, I'll be happy. Because that's what we want on this show. That's what we're all about. That's why we started this program. You know, there is a lot of comedy gold in that, in the good book. <laughs> yes, there is. There's a lot is. of sick jokes and sweet comebacks. Well, definitely we talked about Baldy and the She-Bears. I know we talked about that because that's my favorite Bible story. Mm. Um, I don't think there's actually anything else. There's one where Jesus flipped a shit and then flipped all the tables. That's a one. That's, that's a good one. That's a very funny one. Can you imagine just it's always sunny in Philadelphia but Jesus, and this time he's not drunk. Wait, did Jesus ever ever drink? Did he get did he get trashed sometimes? Oh, you know he did. Actually, I mean, I'm probably saying that, and everybody is probably like, no, he would never get drunk. But he definitely drank because wine was be- like less. It was less bacterial than water, so they would drink wine so that they didn't get sick. Mm. What's the word cleaner? That's the word I'm looking for. Wine was cleaner than water, so they definitely drank alcohol, but I feel like their tolerance would have been through the roof, you know? Well, uh, the wine was also way less potent then, is yeah, what that's I've true. heard. So they could drink, he, he probably had like four or five shots of wine before he would even feel a little tingle in his miracle bones. That's true. I do like this picture. Of Jesus doing a keg stand, though. And I kind of <laughs> like this. It definitely Whoa, fits all I the just, white this Jesus. This random picture popped up my phone. It's 
it's Jesus. Uh, do do you want a kegger? Look at that. Look at him. What? What's he doing? The blonde-eyed, blue, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, blonde-haired, blue. <laughs> the blonde, the, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, uh, blue blind. Please uh, yeah. call a blay ambulance. Please, I'm bla- I'm having blayable problems. Please. Nice. Yes, I I do have a very silent fear of having a stroke on this podcast, <laughs> and no one would help me. Nope. That's my other fear. People wouldn't get it. Um, I'm trying to look, Connor, let's solve some problems. Let's, I'm into it. Let's solve some problems. I'm going to go through the internet here and just, uh, find some problems people are having. I'm trying to see if there was one that was medical. Oh, here's one. I got one that's medical and it, and it kind of sticks with our, our, uh, our lovely, you know, banter, kind of our tone, kind of our image, kind of our brands. This user, Reddit user, happy hog birthdays <laughs> is asking or is saying is somehow communicating i'm going in to get an ultrasound on my nutsack it's probably going to be awkward so i'd like to have some testicle banter prepared just to break the tension well number one read him that question be like i'd like to break the tension here please i'm feeling i'm (laughs) just saying start off start off with just the hey this is tense let's talk about like and then squeeze squeeze what what do you think? You know, flex them. What? You just make them this bounce? Is important. This is super important. Yeah. What is the phrase called whenever you're flexing your balls? It's the ball sack bounce. It's the oh, new dance craze that's sweeping no, the nation. No, stop it. No, I'm, I'm, this is a medical show, dude. <laughs> Welcome can to we medical please show. Use, can we please use some doctor jargon? Yeah, absolutely. It's the, um, it's the scrotal shift. <laughs> It's that good old, the medical term is scrotal shift. The medical term, the word you're looking for is scrotum. <laughs> that very sexual medical term, scrotum. It's called put it, put him back in the basket. Oh shit, Connor. I, put- I was trying to, so I didn't read the, all the responses. I was trying to avoid them because some of them obviously were going to be good jokes. And the first one I did accidentally read and it said, point to the ultrasound machine and ask, is that the Black and Decker Pecker Checker? <laughs> Which is very good. Damn you, I've, Internet. I've heard that uh, that Reddit very much likes rhymes. So that's, I think, maybe some place that we should we should dabble in, maybe put our toes in, get our feet wet, you know? Well, yeah, but the problem is, you know, Pecker and Wiener, are, they have very good rhyming words, but he's not getting an ultrasound on his wiener because I don't think you ever need that unless maybe you have a kidney stone that's stuck in there. Or but a really is, cool doctor. Or just a really or just a really cool doctor um, who hey, maybe doctor, should go to listen, prison. Listen, I know you're a professional. Listen, turn off the lights, blast it on here, aim it here, LOL. It'll be LOLs for days. LOL. We're going to be lulling... Listen, Four days. Did you study for eight years to be like, oh, you have penile cancer, or was it to live? What's <laughs> it? To can you get penis cancer? Now that's something I'm thinking about, and I'm afraid if yes. I Google it that I'm constantly yes. going to be getting ads for like yes. penis creams. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can you get cancer anywhere? Welcome to our medical podcast where I just ask random ass questions. I'm pretty sure you can't get toe cancer. Ah. Ah. That toe Are you Googling? Get, you every get time. off the Google. Get it off of there. I don't want to see I'm not on it. Google. Um, you know, I just think, I think rather than, 
um, rather than breaking the tension by saying, hey, this is awkward, I think what you need to do is as soon as they get the machine out and they go down under, you say, what the fuck are you doing? And you just really throw them for a loop. You'd be like, what are you doing down what, there? What, what do you, whoa! Hey, that's my special no-no zone that Jesus gave me. Stop it. Jesus said no. That is my no Jesus said that's my no-no square. Hey, don't touch me there. This is my no-no square. Stop it. Stop it right now. What is and that machine? Do- and the doctor says, sir, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true love right here. Um, maybe just start asking a ton of questions um, about what, <laughs> you know, it's an ultrasound. So obviously your first question is going to be, is it a boy or a girl? Right. So just ask that real quick off the bat. Yes. Ooh, oh, so good. That's a very good one. They can't help but laugh at that because, I mean, you're probably one, right? Connor, you know you know what the good response is. If they don't say, well, actually, you're having twins, then it's not good. You go to a different doctor. They legally. go to a fire that doctor so fast. Unless you're Lance Armstrong, in which case you, you're you not having twins. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Or, here, okay, here's another good one. So you know how your scrotum's constantly moving around, right? It's always on the move. I can't catch it half the time. So whenever it's it's like depending on the temperature of that room, you say it's cold in here. Over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's warm. It's warm. Oh, and it's cold again. Oh, it's actually this is nice. Oh, that moved itself. <laughs> this is nice. Can you just tell them as they get close? Say, okay, I just want to let you know. Real quickly, they're both really shy, and if you can sing a small lullaby, that will really lo- that'll let them, that that makes them come out. They don't teach you that in medical school. <laughs> as soon as they approach without singing, you say, "What the? F- are you even a real doctor?" Hush now, my baby, okay, thank oh, hold you. Hold on, sir. you can't. Okay, hold on, my brain is going crazy. What is that from? Prince of Egypt, you foolish. Oh, such a good movie. We wonder why we talk about, you know, Christianity and Judaism so much. It's because we had such good movies growing up. Prince of Egypt is such a fucking good movie. It oh. won, Kyle. It was on the Oscar list for best animated movie, I'm pretty sure. Was it really? Hold on, let me Google it. But then like Shrek won or some stupid pro- shit. It, was pro- it probably was that year. Because our, I'm pretty sure Shrek won the first animated Oscar. I, that's a lie. I probably just made that up. Did you know that the score oh, features songs written by Stephen Schwartz and a score composed by Hans Zimmer? Yeah. That's why that, the songs are so good. What? Like, Stephen Schwartz went on to do what? Wicked, and Hans Zimmer d- went on to do every Christopher Nolan movie. That's very good. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, now I only want to watch Prince of Egypt. Oh, here we go. El, so it won no yeah it won best original song in academy awards and best Hell original yeah. musical well it was nominated for best original musical so i mean the music did a lot right well that's um, the good part of it it also had a crazy cast like ralph fines was ramesses yeah michelle pfeiffer was J- jethro's oldest daughter oh, so good sandra bullock was in this movie jeff goldblum was in this movie what i'm the telling fuck? you it's such a Patrick good movie. Patrick Stewart was Pharaoh. We need good bit Bible stories <laughs> like in the good old days. Steve Martin as Hotep. 
This is insane. Let's go watch Prince of Egypt. Connor, do you ever sit back and think about how weird of a show we we create every week? Because literally, I don't know, five minutes ago, we were talking about testicles and nut sacks. And literally 10 minutes later, we're just talking about, we're singing the praises of the Prince of Egypt, the good Jesus God story. Oh my God. Kyle, I'm watching this after we hang up. <laughs> I know, right? It's so good. Oh, is it on Netflix? I Let's th- just do I a public service is. for everybody. Yeah. Can't, hold on. I'm going to find out right now. Prince of Egypt. I feel like maybe it's on a Hulu. This feels like a Hulu joint. It's totally on Netflix. <gasps> Oh my gosh! We should do a Prince of Egypt um, week weekly cast where we watch a minute of the Prince of Egypt and then talk about it for an and hour. Just break it down. Yeah, break it down the way that it should be. Or you know what? Fuck, fuck our show right now. Let's keep the M word, but make it about the real M word, which is Moses. Moses. Yes. Yes. So okay. good. Thank you right. for bearing our somewhat unrelated but also extremely powerful passion for the prince of egypt well but this also lets us get our clickbait title in you know 90s kids will love this um and so that they make sure they listen be like do you uh do you remember this you know 90s hit all the 90s kids will love this m-word episode you know we just got to get all that our seo in speaking of seo you got another reddit I 100% do, and this one, Connor, is personal, real personal. Did you post it on Reddit? I posted it on Reddit. Um, Right now, I am waiting for my post to load. Okay, here it is. This comes from Reddit user KYK9898. My cat just said my name. Am I crazy? Uh, okay, the, I mean, it's a real long one, but I'm just going to give you the first few sentences here. My cat legitimately just said my name, Kyle. I thought he was sick or trying to cough at first, but then he was audibly making the K sound by stifling a cough, and the eel sound, eel, was made with a meow. He kept making this noise as he rubbed himself against stuff. What the fuck? It was so surreal and creepy that I just kind of pet him for a bit and went upstairs. Do cats try to vocalize their owner's names if they like you enough? Or am I just losing it? My dad has told me he thought he heard him saying my name, but I didn't believe him. Until now. This cat's saying Kyle. So I want to be very careful with this because I we need to solve this. We're not We're not here to answer his question per se. We're here to figure out what the fuck we need to do with this cat. That's true. What does this cat know and why does it know so much? I think that there isn't enough animal testing. <laughs> and so yeah. and when I say that, I'm not talking about your bougie eyeliner, okay? I'm not talking about your hair product. Okay, I'm talking about intelligence testing. I'm talking how much are we dependent upon these things calling us by our name the Oscar-nominated movie? Right. I I I agree with you and I disagree with you. And here's here's how. I think we do enough animal intelligence testing, but we're doing it on the wrong animals. You know, all we're doing is we're looking at pigs and we're looking at monkeys and primates and we're like, hey, how smart are y'all? But the domesticated animals, we, we think we're done. We think we figured them out. But in reality, they have just calmed down enough. They're not wild anymore. 
and and they tricked us into thinking that they're tame when in reality they've been biding their time been waiting i mean cat i mean if we're talking about egypt connor if we're talking about egypt cats cats were a big thing in there other kyle you've clearly made a connection with this feline being and yeah. you need to expand upon this power yeah you need to use this relationship and grow it into what can become a very powerful friendship maybe or or superhero tag team what are you gonna bring to the table kyle hmm yeah what are what you are gonna you do g- kyle cat's already badass cat can take people down what are you gonna do can their um superhero team be like cats in the cradle and so like that can be the cat and then kyle can be the cradle you know i don't he know just, what that song's he just about carries but... around the cat yeah exactly that's it the cats in the cradle also their enemy is the silver moon or the little boy and the man in the moon. One of those. I've, it's a song. I've spent so much of my childhood trying to talk to animals, Kyle. Yeah. I, oh God. And I spent I so much of my adult so life talking to animals. Bad. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like talking in English. I meant like barking and meowing at cats. Oh, that really explains a lot about you as a person. I figured they could in the movies. Why can't they do it in real life? The, they can bark in the movies? What are you they saying? They can talk. Humans could talk to dogs. By and barking? Cats, I thought maybe what they could movie understand. are you I was watching? like, maybe if I bark like they bark, then then they'll hear me. They, they never show that first part of the movie where the human's just barking a lot until the magic begins. I also wanted magic. Also, magic is needed. Um, Let's continue to talk about the things that I wanted when I was a kid. Or? Parents. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's (laughs) very good and beautiful and and it's funny because it's true um i think connor we're we're making a dangerous assumption you know what back in the day i was reminded about this whenever i was on a recent podcast and they were asking me questions about our show and they talked about the one episode that we talked about the origins the etymology of the name of canada and how a, an explorer met with some of their native uh, Canadians, uh, first peoples up there, and was like, you know, what is this place called? And obviously the the Native American did not understand English, and so they just said Can- Canada, which meant village, like, I'm going to take you to the village. And then that person was just like, cool, so all this is called Canada. Good to know. So maybe this cat is saying K-K-I-L. And that means like racist or something like he's calling him a racist, but we're just misinterpreting it. I mean, I'm pretty sure like you've you've seen ghost hunters, right? I've seen ghost hunters. You'll you'll hear like a crack on the in the roof. It'll be and they're and then in the captions, it'll say like, I know what you did last night, Craig. (laughs) Yeah, like a full compound sentence (laughs) um, from from just the tapping on the wall. So there's a very strong possibility that this cat coughed and he went, something's going down to the well, Jimmy? You know? <laughs> yeah. And and because if a dog made that sound, it would have been like, you know, Kyle, are you okay emotionally? I love you. That's what dogs say. If a cat says your name, you just assume, oh shit, it wants something from It's me. calling me a racist. <laughs> it's calling me a racist. Why is it doing this? <laughs> Um, that's so good. Cats, though, are the worst, unless they act like dogs. 
Um, such an American thing to say. Such an American thing. Strong, strong pet opinions. I was talking to somebody the other day. If I had a dog and someone, we okay. Back, back. Let me. What's the word? Back, back, back. Rewind. Let me rewind. (laughs) Back to back rewind. Yeah. No, you got that. Let me to back rewind. Yeah. Um. Let me. Let me. What the fuck is the phrase? Let me back up. Is it just back up? No, just say what you need to okay. say. Okay, I'm gonna back up. I work at the Americana, which is a mall where people could bring a bunch of dogs and cats. I guess people don't ever bring their cats for some reason, but people bring a lot of dogs, and everybody always walks up to dogs and they just start petting them like they're just like like you could just start petting a thing. And I'm not okay with that. If someone tried to walk up to my dog and pet them without asking you first, I'm gonna tell them to sick them. You're just gonna, don't touch me. Don't touch I'm me. naked. <laughs> I'm ew, ew. just because I have fur on doesn't mean this isn't s- sexual. <laughs> the last human who touched me took away my balls. Please do not look me in the eye, or you will lose your eye, friend. He's a exactly. he's he's friend. an old western, or you'll lose your eye, friend, partner. Hey, partner, I'm going to bite the shit out of you if you come any closer to me. I don't like the look of you. All dogs are dog old cowboys, guy. huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like this. That's why whenever you call them, like, pickle, and they get pissed about it, it's the it's your fault. It is your fault. My name's not Pickle, it's Old old Cletus. Oh, hey, I'm Old Cletus. I eat pickles for lunch. That's not actually that weird, but... I, I don't do, eat I really any like pickles. vegetables. I only eat fried bacon. <laughs> also, I have botulism and scurvy at the same time. I I'm have dying. a hard time walking because of the rash in between my legs. <laughs> and the gout. I have so much gout. <laughs> <laughs> Call me what you like. Please help me. Please help me. Speaking of help, I want to help um, this one person on, on Reddit. They've got a problem and we need to fix it. Now, I, I don't know what this means. I think it means that they deleted um, this post, which would make sense, but it's not gone because it's the internet. Um, but the username says deleted. And the question or the problem is, I'd like to be a counterterrorism analyst. How would I go about this? And then underneath that, where you'd put normally more information, it just says deleted. So I'm beginning to think that something has happened to this person. And we di- we have even bigger problems to solve now. Mm. You got to be very careful with the with the terrorism analyzation. Yeah, maybe maybe he answered the questions right, and they hired him, but they can't give out their hiring techniques, and so they had to redact it all. That that makes sense to me. I also think. I mean, obviously, we all know the first step is to post on Reddit, um, because that's where. That's where counterterrorism begins, is on Reddit. God. That's the ground zero. If user uh, parentheses deleted is not me, I don't know what is. You know what I'm saying? I would go straight to Reddit. I would go straight to Reddit because they know what they're talking about. Well, yeah, and that's where since we kicked ISIS out of Syria and ISIL out of Libya, that they live in Reddit now. That's their home address. That's where they live. Subreddit. Terrorism. If only we could import our bodies into a digital medium. If only. If 
only. I do think maybe you're going to have to, it's like a treasure hunt, right? You got to follow the clues. Who's even in charge of counterterrorism? Is it the FBI? Is it the CIA? Is it Homeland Security? I don't know. Who's in charge around here? It's P. Diddy Trump. Well, that's not great. Our our king, our orange savior. It doesn't fill me with confidence uh, about this. There is actually, what is that? Um, there's a Hulu series, something about the tower. There's some, it's something tower. And it's about... Where the Nazis who, took over America? Is nope. That no, that's Man, the man in the High, high castle. castle. Oh, is that something to something else? Yeah, that, that's tower? completely different. No, this is something, the tower. Leaning tower? Nope, that's pizza that i can't re- <laughs> i can't remember what it is um it's something the tower and it's about the, the looming tower the oh yep that's it that makes sense um and it's about the team in before 9-11 and how they missed that one real bad and then dealing with why they missed it and answering to congress about hey why we fuck this one up and it is kind of crazy how counterterrorism was real bad back then, and then it got real good because um, it was invading private citizens' privacy. Um, and then it, I guess it got bad again. I don't understand how terrorism happens. I know ISIS recruits people. Why do you um, think people are trying to figure it out? That's why they have analysts. That's why you got to post on Reddit. You got to figure it out. So I guess, I guess if we're giving concrete steps to become a counterterrorism analyst, first of all, post on Reddit. You got that one. Step one done. Step two. I think you have to join ISIS and you got, you got to start, you got to gather intel because they're not going to let you, it's like a clubhouse. They're not going to let you in to the counterterrorism HQ unless you got some good intel. Yeah. They say no, no FBI boys allowed. So you yeah. do have to be a girl. The only girl, God, can you imagine if we had a government agency run and only by women, this country would be saved. It would be saved from everything. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. And you know what else is exactly right? What? We have another listener question, Kyle. <gasps> booty! No. That's my, that's my new thing. No. You just shout booty? I just shout booty. That's my new my new thing. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, so here's my problem. Almost every Christmas, my parents ask me what I would like, but I'm a sort of grown adult person And normally when I want or need something, I just go and buy it. So nothing ever comes to mind when they ask. I have started to just say that I would like a gift card from this store or that store, and my mom hates it. She says that you can't get a gift card for Christmas. A gift card isn't a present, according to my mom, but I wholly disagree. How do I convince her to give me a gift card rather than something I probably won't need? This is from Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, 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 Michelle. I feel you. I feel you real good, but in like an appropriate way. I feel you. <sighs> yeah. I remember whenever I started asking my parents and family for money rather than gifts. Right. Um, I'm like, you you don't really know me as well as you did, or at least I am have way more specific tastes than I did when I was a kid. So honestly, just give me that, and I will get myself something nice that I enjoy. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you because there is a point, uh, there's a point in, in our lives when you become an adult and you really, the one thing you want, when people say, what do you want? The one thing you want to say is, is money. Packer. Oh, what? oh, is that you on never, sale? You never, wanted, you never wanted a nipple packer? Is that on sale right now? 
It's 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 a dollar a nipple. It's normally so expensive. I can never afford my regular nipple packer. I have to wait for black for Black Nipple Friday. Yep. Which is Which a different is, kind of nipple. Um, it's also a different kind of Friday, if you know. It's what I mean. a different kind of Friday. It's in <laughs> March, and it's weird. It's very <laughs> strange. No, listen, Michelle. Um, first off, tell me about your mom's psychology. You did. Oh, she's not here. Fuck. She's not here. I have a really bad habit of asking follow up questions when I can't do it. Can't do it. I okay. I'm gonna say I. I agree with you. Kind of, and that a gift card is a gift um, because it's basically cash. But I also kind of agree with your mom. I I'm against the whole asking what you want. I fucking hate that. I can't. I just don't like it when people say, "Hey, what do you want?" Because one, it requires that I think selfishly, which I'm not a huge fan of. Just in general, I don't like to pretend. I don't like to look like I'm selfish because I am internally. That's my instinct is to be selfish because that's how we survive. But I want to be like selfless and be like a good person so that I can get into the good place on NBC. But I I just think that you should get a gift and it should be a surprise. It should be something. A gift is when somebody thinks about you and thinks about who you are and they say, I think they would really like this. And you give them that gift and it's like a surprise. It's not something they asked for. It's something that uh, came from your heart. Kyle, this is what Jesus wanted. You are such a socialist, okay? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Why don't we give freedom to the people, okay? Stop all this big government bullshit. Well, hold on. I don't give them what they want. Give them what they want. Oh, hold on. Are you a, uh, socialism. Not that. It's not that though. That Freedom exactly, and socialism don't normally these, go hand in hand. All this government control, all this government control you're spouting out. I could see the taxes covering these gifts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sally taxpayer doesn't want a single part in this Christmas story that you're weaving for us. Okay. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is Michelle wants some choice. Right. And in that choice, it comes in the form of you guessed it, a gift card. See, but I just think gift cards and even creating a list of things you want is just accepting that you don't, you don't care. (laughs) You're just like, this is what I want. And you are the vehicle for how I will get this. We need to stop giving presents. That's my new law. Gift giving is a fine art. And when I say fine art, I mean fine art in the same way that the Avengers is fine art. It gives the people what they fucking want. I want Hulk slamming Loki around on the ground like a rag doll. Mm, got it. I got the scene. I want Thor shaving his his head and showing me his sweaty muscles. Boom. Got it. Roasted. Got it. I want. So that is that is the that is the art that I want that that Michelle wants. That's that doesn't make any sense. I think. I think, Michelle. You know what you need to do? Just make sure if you get a present, make sure you ask her that it comes with a receipt. Because then, basically, what you do, you tra- you transform that present that she gives you that's useless into a gift card, essentially, from where she bought it. So it, ge- it gives you more work to do. But if yeah. unless you want to argue with your mom, you know? Unless you want it before the holidays, before Santa makes his final list- listicle checkboxes. His, his, the they Santa Claus... checks it twice. Yeah. But who... 
Who's going to do that, man? Is that what he's doing all year long? That's Well, what else would he be doing all year if he wasn't checking that list? Fucking Miss Claus, probably. Well, they have <laughs> so many kids. Trying to push out more elves. That's what they do. They, You know, an elf uh, pregnancy only is about a month, and so she can get about 12 cranked out every year, and that's why it keeps growing so, so, so much. So as she is the vehicle for Santa's procreation, that's the it. gift car will be for Michelle's. He says, let it snow. This is the worst that I've ever sounded on this podcast. This is the worst. That's and that's it. This that's, is the it. worst. Can I? Um, can we talk more about gift giving? Because I mean, obviously, it's pertinent right now. You because we got all the sales. I think the only time it's appropriate to give somebody exactly what they ask for is whenever it's like it's like Secret Santa. You know, like because then you don't really unless it's somebody you deeply know. It's difficult to get a gift for someone that you barely know. So in that case, hey, yeah, give me a list of shit you want, and I'm going to see which one is the least expensive. That's how this works. Yeah, we, uh, me and Kyle didn't put a, uh, a price cap or even really any, any parameters or expectations around the gifts that we were giving each other. Yeah. So Kyle just got me something that, I mean, don't get me wrong, great. Right, it's a super Kyle. I love it. It's if amazing. You, if if you had like an adjective, or like a noun that you would um, describe it as, kind of what would that, what would that be? Probably a crap farm. <laughs> just probably just a crap farm. Okay, just tell me how you really feel. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I mean it, that's direct, Kyle. I'm directly quoting from the penis dumpster that is creative cursing a mix of that <laughs> profanity generator. Penis dumpster sounds like a slutty thing. That's that's what we are, just penis dumpsters. Oh no. Uh so anyway, we didn't I wouldn't have any expectations for what he was supposed to be giving me. And he got it, and now I have to give him something similar in return. But there's not too much expectation. Like if I got Kyle, you know, an ant farm, which don't get me wrong, very good gift for those nerdy boys out there, uh he would have to take it because of the low, low bar that he gave to me. Uh, hey, man. Oh, hold on. I think it's a pretty high bar. Also, legally, you have to tell me if it's an ant farm because I have to let them out of the package. Because I can't wait a week if there are ants in there. They're going to die. They're going to suffocate. And I'm going to have... What? I'm going to open it up and it's going to be an ant massacre. Isn't that... So, okay. Kyle, I'm going to tell you something. This is a secret. Okay. Okay. When I was a kid, I used to frequent uh, Petco. Okay. You know what it is? Um, Petco, the famous lingerie store. Yes. I, I as the four-year-old Connor, loved the lingerie. No. You know what it is. <laughs> you were going to Petco as, at four years old? Yeah, whatever. I mean, obviously, I was going with my parents. We were we would, like, walk around and shit. I was looking at all the fucking animals. Okay. And there was one thing that was, like, it was a whole glass case that was, to me, bigger than myself at the time. Right. Full of crickets. And they were like 10 cents a cricket. You bought them by the cricket. You bought okay? them per cricket price. It was so cheap. And to me, I was like, that's insane. What if I got a whole $10 from my mom and I bought, I don't know how to do multiplication, but I, hold on. A uh, a sackcloth of crickets. Okay. 
and I, <laughs> and I took them and I made them do like a little cricket army style and had them, had them go, you know, cops versus robbers style and, and take each other down. I think I would be in for a real treat. You, you wanted the cricket games. It sounds like you wanted the hunger games, cricket games scenario you in your brain. Nothing seemed more possible to me at the time than that. I think. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is I don't remember why I started this story. <laughs> Can I tell you the two things that jumped into my mind in response to your story? What do you is, got? One, I hope you realize now that those crickets probably were food for other animals and that was its purpose being sold. Like nobody bought fucking crickets to keep. Yeah, you're going to get an affirmative on that one, bud. Okay, good. Um, And B... I didn't realize until much older that I'd frankly like to admit that um, flea circuses did not actually contain fleas. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm not saying like this is a recent revelation, but like it's recent enough to be sad that every time anybody talked about a flea circus, I thought there were fleas involved. You in your mind went straight to the bug's life. And saw the flea because circus. the bug's life was so formative for me and my young child brain, and 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 they had a literal flea circus. So I thought, okay, this is where this comes from. I mean, if you do look up the definition, it says ne- flea circus spelled with in the. In case you wanted to know how to pronounce it, it's F L I apostrophe S backwards E R K backwards E S. Okay. Uh, and then it says, noun, a novelty show of performing fleas. Okay, see, that feeds my vision of a world filled with flea circuses. They don't bite because they're performers, you know? They have a job to do. They don't have time <laughs> you know, to feed. They if they bit, they'd lose out on that sweet after-show cash. <laughs> exactly, they got a contract and they have to stick to it. Yeah, those, those flea lawyers will suck you dry. Oh man, those floors, floor, floor, those those flowers. Yeah. Well, yeah. this has been the end of our confession time, <gasps> Connor. I wanted to try something new right at the end. Um, okay. Of something just real quick, but I'm gonna have to uh, pick one. You know, Connor, you and I, we have brains like sponges. We've got. We are constantly learning. We're constantly absorbing information. Is, would you stand by that? Do you agree with me? Uh, get, get, get to your point. Okay. I want to do this thing where um, at the end of every show, um, we do uh, something called till time. You got till time. T-I-L time. Till time. Oh, and that's, today that's I for, learn time. Today I learn time. Um, and so I'm just going to give you one. So are we talking about what we are what we talk about on the show? Or are we talking about some some random... Information. Yeah. No, 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 no. Connor, we can't talk about what we've talked about on the show because I've already forgotten <laughs> every everything that we've discussed. I know vaguely <laughs> no, that, that Nutsacks and the Prince of Egypt is involved. Um, but no, no, this is where we're just going to learn. We're going to learn something new. I'm going to just find a fact and we're going to learn it together. And I'm not going. We're not going to dive deeper into it. We're not going to you know dive into the history. We're just going to say it. It's going to exist. And that'll be the end of our program that we work so hard on. I've got, I've got one here for you. So t- today I learned that the second officer of the Titanic stayed aboard till the end. 
and was trapped underwater until a boiler explosion set him free. Later, he volunteered in World War II and helped evacuate over 120 men from Dunkirk. From the movie Dunkirk, he saved them. That part wasn't in there. That's, wait, wait, wait. You're talking about Mark Rylance played this guy? Mark Rylance, Mark Rylance played this man. Mark Rylance was on the Titanic. We know that. Oscar award-winning actor Mark Rylance was on the Titanic. He was going to go down with the ship. He said, I, I'm with the violinists on this one. I'm going down. I'm yelling timber. And yeah, so that's a, just a fun little fact. Wow. You know, I've never been near a boiler room before. Well. But now I have mentally. <laughs> just kind of by association. Yep. That's the great thing about the internet is we are close to everything now, um, including all the bad things. We want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro and outro music the Millennial Juice Fluid and Ballad of a Dusty Boy, as well as Cindia Martinez for our lovely cover art. And if you got a problem, just like Michelle, you can send them to us at mwordpod.com slash submit, or you can email to them to us at ck at mwordpod.com. Also, I've been like just digging through Reddit for problems. If you find a Reddit problem, uh, just feel free to tweet it at us or, or send it to us in an email, ck at mwordpod.com. Um, in case I missed it and I don't find it. But I'm enjoying these Reddit problems, Connor, and I feel like we're doing the world a service. I completely agree. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say, our our, our nut sacks only come out if you whisper if you whisper real quiet like Only whisper. if you're gentle. Be be so gentle, they're so sensitive. Give them a compliment, compliment, and then ultrasound. And then, and then, even then, they they probably still won't come back out, especially if it's chilly. Especially if it's chilly. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.